Welcome to the Entourage Podcast. My name is Paige Scott, and I'm going to be your host. Entourage Ministries gets its inspiration from Psalm 6811 that says, The Lord gives the command, and a great army of women proclaim the good news. Entourage is a multi-generational, multi-denominational, multicultural women's ministry based in Durant, Oklahoma. Join us today as we dive into truth from the Word so that your heart and spirit may be encouraged. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Entourage podcast. Our last podcast uh, started with myself, Annette Rustin, Janelle Martin, and Debbie Mills, who are my uh, great sister friends. We were sharing about how we have been young and now we are older, and we've seen the faithfulness of the Lord. That comes from Psalms 37, verse 25. And we were just sharing how God's faithfulness has been evident throughout our lives, the good days and the bad days. And I, this second portion, I just want us to take some time together to share with you where we are presently and what we see our future looking like. So uh, just welcome back, Debbie and Janelle. I'm glad you're both here with us. And we're just going to kind of continue our conversation. We're sitting around a table, and I hope that you at home or wherever you are as you listen, that you feel like you're just sitting here with us, and we're just friends together, uh, just just sharing what God has done and what He is doing and going to do. So uh, just for a fun thing to start with, I asked the ladies if uh, they had any great life hacks that they might share with you and so I'm going to jump in and just give a couple of things that I have found useful in my own home and one of those is probably something that most of you have all already done but I'm telling you it was a life changer when I realized that I could order my groceries online and have them (laughs) delivered to my front door (laughs) and it's so odd now when I have to go, have to go into Walmart and look around and walk around and it's just foreign compared to how I used to be in there every couple of days. Not so long ago. Grabbing things. Yes, not so long ago. And so if you haven't tried that, I just highly encourage it. It's a game changer. And um, one other thing I wanted to share is just that it is okay to use paper plates. <laughs> they just clean up so easily. <laughs> and, uh, oh, nine, nine years ago, uh, our, one of our sons had a very serious accident that changed all of our lives, really our, our, the way our whole family operated just uh, because of the new needs and things in his life. And that's when I began using paper plates. And so I am not ashamed at all to tell you that for nine years we have used paper plates. And yes, there may be somebody that's bothering because you're thinking of all those trees. (laughs) And uh, just for us, it was just, it just alleviated time that would have been spent doing that, that we really needed to devote to uh, other things and to each other. And it, it just gave us that. So um, you don't have to use them all the time, but I just encourage you when it when it 
comes to, do I want to spend this hour washing these dishes or loading and unloading the dishwasher? Or do I want to spend this time with my family? It's okay to choose the family. <laughs> so that's my hack. Anybody got something you want to share? Well, and that's where it goes back to performance. Yes. Family over performance. Yeah. That, those, those standards that have been set. Yeah. Um, I think, I just have a couple of hints. If you have never used barkeepers, which is like uh, Ajax on steroids, it is a, a, a total game changer for cleaning your sinks or those places that get scuffs. And the other thing that I use a lot are the magic erasers. Those are two things that mm -hmm. I keep backups for in my cabinet. And so that those are built into the budget straight off the top that I keep those things for. Well, it, and we haven't had a little one in the house for a long time, but... My husband makes scuff marks in places they don't belong. So. And you do have a little one now coming. Yes, <laughs> yes. And we'll see how she she handles that. And um, I think the other thing is just the hint of we're always cautious to have extra clothes or snacks in the vehicles for our kids. Mm -hmm. But for me, I once I started keeping extra clothes and a backup of makeup in the car, it made it a lot uh, easier to jump in and just go places mm. and so if you can even if the there's just a little bit in the makeup that's the place to put it in a bag in the car mm -hmm. that's a good so idea if you get caught out mm -hmm. and yeah you can, you don't have to say no to something because of that if you're in mm. that vein like I was and just good good so idea that. dryer sheets mm -hmm. in your suitcases mm. when you travel it helps the dirties get home a little bit more pleasant. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> and then putting your sheets in the pillowcase. We talked about that before we came on live earlier. Yeah. But yeah. when I learned to fold up the sheets in one pillowcase and put it inside the other pillowcase, you're not digging around looking for the matching sheets that go together. So good. Mm, yeah, so good. good. That's really good. Yeah. 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 Maybe I should do that with our socks and put them inside <laughs> the pillowcase too. And then maybe I would always have the right matches. <laughs> I finally just started buying Scott all the socks that match. They're all the yeah, same. All color. the same. There it you go. Matter. Yep. And she says about life hacks, I do highly recommend keeping a pair of scissors in your car. That is really, uh, whether you're, now the kids get a toy, it is, I can't uh, open it. You can, I mean, it's almost impossible That's to true. open and they're wanted open That's true. before they get into the house, but yeah, there's often I need a pair of scissors, and I do keep makeup, too, in the glove box and a spoon. So, yeah, I think uh, I should get a little baggie for new, new uh, maybe beginning women in a vehicle with scissors mm. and a spoon. Oh, yeah. Good idea. Yeah. Good idea. A graduation yep. present. Yeah, something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What's that spoon for, Debbie? <laughs> uh, sometimes I just want to eat on the road. Like, uh, just, uh, I love it. It's a disposable uh, one, right? Yeah, not, not a real one. Yeah, not a real one. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I just want to eat stuff that has a spoon with it. And right. Some people, they're disciplined and they don't eat in their vehicle. And that's yeah. awesome, but that's not me. Well, that doesn't happen yeah. in mine either. Yeah. <laughs> There's always, you can always tell people have been eating in my car. <laughs> that's funny. Well, um, like I shared, we had looked at that scripture in the last episode from Psalms 37:25, which says, I have been young and now I'm an old. I am old, yet I have not seen the righteous forsaken or his children begging for bread. 
And I, I would like for us to just spend a few minutes today. Last time we talked about um, where our relationship with the Lord began and how we had seen him in and out of all of our days up until now. And I'd like for us to look together for a little bit at where we are presently and, and where what we see in our coming days as we continue through this life. And I want to just start right here. We talked about marriage and children and family uh, multiple times in the last podcast. And so maybe we could just start with, uh, with visiting. We all have grown children now and grandchildren that are all varying ages. And so maybe maybe if something comes to your mind to share about something, the, the most important thing that you've taught your kids or that you're teaching your grandchildren uh, and kind of how you've done that. Go, anybody. Debbie, you start. <laughs> you know, I'll go back to kids, my own children. You know, I sing Jesus loves you a lot. Uh, <laughs> I wanted have, them to know mm, he loved them yeah. and that I love them unconditionally mm -hmm. and that they never had to uh, try to earn my love in any fashion at all. And I wanted to be quick to forgive and show grace because I always Amen. had that. So. Yeah. But anyways, any verbal life lesson, it's hard for me to think of one right now other than that. That's, that's big. That's well, great. And that forgiveness, that was what I had thought of because it's not just being forgiving, right. forgiving to others, mm -hmm. but it's also forgiving yourself. Yeah. Because pride will, will keep us from yeah. that on the negative side of pride. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's a vital lesson to keep growing and going forward is to be quick to forgive mm -hmm. uh, and release others mm -hmm. but also to accept yeah god's forgiveness mm -hmm. and not get into that performance like we talked about yeah. before yes and to just know that it's not based on your perfection but to receive that forgiveness so you're not uh, we've all seen people that are weighed down and even their countenance will show it and really most of them that i have spoken with it's because they can't forgive themselves and so for that self-forgiveness as much as, as releasing others, I think mm -hmm. is important. Mm -hmm. And so yeah. to be merciful. Mm -hmm. I know that's something you were asking about how. Um, I love to wa watch the sunset or rise because his mercies are new every morning. Yes. And so I said, Lord, help me to be merciful. Yes. And, um, and doing that by action. Because um, Scott nor I came from a place that was easy, easily in forgiveness, yeah. you know, and so that was something that was a pillar for us to instill in Blake is mm -hmm. no one's perfect, everyone yeah. makes a mistake, and but we also tried to tell him you're as good as everybody, anybody, but better than nobody to treat others the way he would want to be treated, so. Yes, and that I think I'm just going to add on to that, that when, when you do mess up or when when someone else messes up that you offer forgiveness but you also don't just walk away and leave mm -hmm. that there um, I think that's an important thing that I've learned in our family and hopefully our children have picked up that you don't just walk away but you're always coming back to that let's get back to a place of unity where is that place of unity and that's where we want to live 
and that's where we we all thrive yeah. the most rather than and what does each party need for that mm-hmm. to happen yes yeah not just the release of, of offense or whatever but okay right. what going forward how can we not come back to yes pitfall or whatever the case may be yes because you can offer forgiveness but then you can also learn how to not end up in this mm-hmm. place again mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think that's the key um, repentance true repentance is turning away from something to another direction and, and so that is important not only in our walk with the Lord but in our walk with each other yeah. to learn learn from these things from crucial conversations like you mentioned I was about to say that yes yeah and those they may be trying to turn Uh uh-huh but if it's so deep rooted in them yes we have to walk it out together to say hey right when you do this those boundaries when you Mm -hmm. do this it makes me feel this way or Mm -hmm. it looks this way is that your intent yes Mm -hmm. because we'll judge someone by their actions and we won't judge by our intent yes so yes Yes, so um, as we consider where we are today, ladies, I, I know for me, I just look at the faithfulness of the Lord and everything that he's brought me uh, through and where I started and where I am today. And none of that has anything, it's not me, it's, it's about the Lord and what he's done. And I don't know about you two, but for me, I just, it's exciting. I don't know another word to say, really, Mm -hmm. except I just, I'm excited when I consider the goodness of the Lord and the things that he has done in sometimes really bad situations. Mm -hmm. And I think one of you said, maybe it was you, Janelle, said uh, something about, we're just thankful that we are still living and we are here and we can yeah. say these things today yeah. and i don't take that for granted i think of i believe it was ruth graham bell that put on her tombstone construction finished and she she put that <laughs> she put that on her tombstone because you know how well at least in durant where we're all from yeah. there's a lot of road construction <laughs> more than we I mean, we would like for it all to be over and go away um and it will one day and it's going to be wonderful <laughs> but you go by and you see under construction signs yeah. under construction mm-hmm. and she made that point to her husband billy one time that you know, we're all still under construction, yeah. so that's what she wanted on her tombstone was mm-hmm. construction is finished because uh, we will one day meet the Lord and our construction mm-hmm. will be over until then. Um, I'm very aware, and I know you two are also, that we've come a long way, but we have a long way to go. Amen. And the only yes. way to, to yes. get to that finish line is by clinging to the hem yes. of his garment. Yes. and holding fast to our faith yes. and to his promise. So uh, yes. anything you want to share about where we are today or where you are headed and where you see the Lord taking you? Well, I'm just so excited about where I am in my life today. It's just, Good. It's just a very joyful. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'm looking like, you know, what these life lessons I've learned and um, – you know, I think, and y'all mentioned repentance, and um, I think, you know, drawing into the spirit within us, and, and those years of my life, as I had shared, 
I'd draw into the Psalms or into the Lord, and I'd be still uh, with Him, and He would speak to me, and I would be strengthened, feel His love. And uh, now I'm learning even more to listen to His Spirit and, Lord, what would you have me do today? Yeah. So it's just so fun to get yeah. to that point where it's just a everyday. It's always been that way, but maybe I'm walking in it better now. Mm. And um, also just uh, repentance is, you know, when we grieve the Holy Spirit, you know, being sensitive to like, okay, what did I do or say that grieved you? Yeah. And repenting of, the, repenting of that. So we are walking in the, the light. He says, walk in the light for I am in the light. So how do we walk in the light? And I think the more we walk in the light, of the repentance and drawing near him the bigger our light is and I remember in high school my my favorite Bible verse was Matthew five sixteen. let my light so shine mm. before men mm. that I may give glory to yes. my father who is in heaven but I'm just now really seeing that so much in maybe Christians I'm walking through this with and, and the neat thing about this season's life is I do have these ladies these ladies at the table that I'm getting to walk through life with and there was seasons in my life where I really didn't have another mm. Christian woman yeah. that I felt confident doing life with so I do want you know the Bible says we are to encourage one another spur one another on mm -hmm. and there are days where we need that we need to uh, have a friend we can say hey I'm yeah. struggling or this is the battle and I know all of us at that table, this table, do that. And, and I mentioned earlier, it is warfare. And I, and I have freedom seeing that and understanding that. You know, I think I used to think, whew, I get through this stage of my life, I'm going to breathe, you know. And, <laughs> yeah, we do get through that stage. You know, we raise our children, and then we have grandchildren, then our parents get older. Yeah. And I'm like, no one told me about this. <laughs> yeah. whole no yeah. one told me. Yeah. So that is a whole mm -hmm. new area uh, that, yes. you're, that you're, you're uh, looking at. But probably the thing I, I've learned most, and I, I, I'll go back to that comment, that uh, we're all a mess, is <laughs> that uh, the Lord made us uh, body so spirit we are made in his image and that we have to be uh transformed by the renewing of our mind mm. and we have to learn to let the spirit transform that soul of ours and right. not be led by emotions god gave us emotions emotions are great but our soul wants to often rely on feelings what we're seeing yes. what we're sensing mm. and that can really throw us off target yeah. but we get to that point where this we can stay still before the spirit and he can uh, transform our soul and uh, so that we are truly walking in the spirit Amen. so uh, now that I, I'm more sensitive to that I see the warfare around me and uh, when I look back on my, my life now I can literally look back and see oh so that's the person God, the devil used to try to derail me. So, uh, so the devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Mm -hmm. And right. I just want to go back to that goodness of God. How do you know if it's God, if it's good? Yes. Our God, the 
Father, our good, good Father, does not make bad things happen to us. Right. He does not make us have car wrecks. He does not slay mm -hmm. us with illnesses. He is good. Yes. So I really understand <clears throat> that in my world, when I look around, if it's good, it's God. Yeah. If it's yeah. stealing, killing, or destroying, yeah. it's the enemy. Yeah. And uh, so the devil wants to, as Christians, he wants to derail us. Mm -hmm. So uh, getting to that point where I literally can see, looking back, like I'd said, where mm -hmm. I can look back and see all the people he would bring into my path to try to derail me, whether it was a friend, a family member, a stranger, acquaintance, someone at work. Uh, it's there and it's real. So um, I have learned to mm -hmm. walk in the light and to walk in fellowship mm -hmm. and not neglect fellowship um, so it's a beautiful place to have ladies to to walk through this season of life amen i agree with that i i think um i want to speak into two things that debbie hit on one is that uh you know god is good and if it's a good it, it is something that's from him and we can walk in that. And I, I want to add to that about peace because I think that's something I have also learned that I'm mm -hmm. practicing in a much different way now mm -hmm. um, at this stage in life is to follow peace. And if I, if mm -hmm. I step a direction and I do not have peace or I feel my peace leave, I don't want to be there. It's not worth it. <laughs> it's not worth it. And so I may have to step back to where I was or I may have to change directions, but peace is, is a guide if we have our hearts tuned to the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And as you were talking, I was thinking about how, you know, in the natural, in the physical, as we get older, often eyesight diminishes mm -hmm. and hearing diminishes and... Yep. We belong to the Lord, and He's given us authority. Are you yes, renewed thank like you. the eagle? Yes, yeah. yes, to be renewed. And so, uh, first of all, we don't have to accept those things. Yeah. But my my purpose in mentioning that is that yeah. that is one yeah. of my prayers forward in my life is God help me to continue just continue to increase my my eyesight as mm -hmm. I focus on you mm -hmm. continue to fine-tune my hearing as I lean in to hear your voice I want I want those things to increase as I follow him and to become more fine-tuned to what he wants to show and he wants to say and do so and I think um to elaborate though on that word peace yes it's very often misunderstood when people are, are, they hear it and then they're trying to apply it. And I've had to go back to several and go, but you're talking, there's horizontal peace and vertical peace. Yes. And what you're talking about is that vertical, vertical peace. Yes. That is the peace of God that yes. passes understanding. Amen. And that's the peace that when you look horizontal, you may be like, oh, I don't know about that. But right. that piece of God is almost like a power source yes. that, that surges you to step forward trusting yeah. Him, not trusting what we see with our eyes, eyes or hear with our natural ears. Correct. Because we have heard with our spiritual eyes and our spiritual ears a vision from the Lord or a, a, a request of the yes. Lord. That's where I'm at with Him right now. He makes a lot of requests with me. And he wants me to um, 
live this life. I call it our dance together. Mm -hmm. And to be, because when you're on the dance floor, you are at peace with whoever your partner is to move with as the music flows. And every stage of life is different. And um, there's not a magical spot where you go, oh, okay, I know how to be married. Or, oh, I know how to deal (laughs) with children because every stage of life brings on a new and that's where I'm at is learning to love my husband fresh and new in the stage yes. we're at mm-hmm. that looks nothing like <laughs> it looked 10 years right. ago. Yeah. Yes. And so um, that peace factor even is a little bit different even within our marriage of 35 years yep. than it was the, the way I refereed it before. And that's right. what Brother Dwayne has taught us of that peace of God is our referee. Yes. Mm-hmm. It'll let that us know is, when we're out yeah. of bounds yes. or, or, or carrying yeah. it on our own. When you feel that heavy burden, it's like, okay, you're, yes. you're losing your peace, and peace is power. Yes. And I used to tell my kids in my classroom, <clears throat> the peace of God costs a high price, mm-hmm. so it is precious. Yes. Yeah. So we want to protect that at all costs. Yes. I love that yeah. you expounded on that and said all that, because you are right. It, it, I am talking about that, that inner peace yeah. connection, yes, to the Lord, and you are right many times in the natural around us things may be completely un unrestful unpeaceful and rather chaotic but yes i'm talking about that inner peace that passes my limited human understanding kind of like an athlete when they're training for something they talk about i've never done hit this Mm -hmm. far but when they talk about hitting that wall and they have to just keep pressing yeah and then it's just a little bump they go over and they're able to keep running Mm -hmm. that's what that piece Mm -hmm. if you'll just keep pressing toward what you know you've heard Mm -hmm. and that's where i see recently and i in the past as well it's like you've heard but then um you hit that wall of circumstances and you're like oh maybe i didn't hear right and you start questioning what the lord said yeah instead of just pressing forward Mm -hmm. and against those circumstances Mm -hmm. as long as that internal peace is there where you know um an example of that is i was at the same school for 17 years and whenever i went nothing in the natural added up to it being the right choice but I knew that I knew God asked me to go to this certain school to teach and I'm like Lord you're asking me (laughs) to sacrifice my son and my professional career to say yes and he said do you trust me I said I trust you more than anything he said then I'm asking you to do this and so I said yes and so throughout the years as leadership would change or something would come up and natural peace would go and i would want to flee uh-huh. the that peace that internal peace that you're talking about would come back and he'd say have i asked you to move mm-hmm. did i say anything different mm-hmm. no what did i ask you to do you asked me to come he's and that's where the scripture talks about then i don't know what to do and we just stand we stand on his word yes. whether that is written word yes. or rhema word like he gave me to take that job that did not make sense financially or anything else but I had a peace to say mm-hmm. yes because I knew he asked mm-hmm. and he never asked came back and asked me anything different so then he told me to just keep standing and it's the peace is the yes. source that helps your legs stand strong when everything else is shaking 
I love that. That is an excellent example, a practical example of that playing out in your life. Yeah. I love that. Uh, it reminds what you're saying about standing. It reminds me of Ephesians six, where it talks about all of the uh, armor that we put on to be ready for warfare. And Debbie, you have mentioned several times how we face spiritual warfare mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that our battles are not against flesh and blood but against principalities and mm-hmm. he says in that passage four different times stand yeah and wh- and then yeah. stand yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and when you've done everything, everything. all of yeah. these other instructions mm-hmm. keep standing yeah. and sometimes that's that's where we find yeah. ourselves we just have to yeah. stand on the last word that we heard from yeah. the lord yeah and wait upon him but it says when we wait upon him we will be renewed and our strength will be and he tells us he won't leave us alone right so if he hasn't told us or shown us something else then he he's he's not asking us to stand on our own but to stand with him right and he will guide us right and the lovely thing about that he fights our battles yes when we stand he fights our battles when we want to take control <laughs> with our mouth and actions and start fighting the battle, it doesn't go well. That's true. And <laughs> I'm still thinking also warfare, you know, the, uh, the authority we have is how we, the words we use in authority is how we battle against the enemy. But I'm also here thinking about the power of life and death is in the tongue. Yes. And the words we speak, the words we proclaim in authority of what God has given us. But I also want to flip that around and just say humility Mm -hmm. is we need to get to that point where we do not have to be seen Mm -hmm. and we do not have to be heard and we do not have to make sure everybody thinks we're right. So (laughs) when we can get to humility, the very, to me, the bottom of the foundation of everything we're talking about, humility. We know how weak we are, and we know he's strong. We know he fights our battles. So yes. when people wrong us, yeah. which they will, yeah. we don't have to open our mouth and slander them and tell mm-hmm. the whole world uh, what bad people they are. Uh, we don't have to curse and be angry. And uh, we just give that to the Lord. Yeah. and. Uh, and he, he works that out. And I think that's probably my biggest lesson I'm learning now is truly get to that point where you don't have to be seen. You don't have to be heard. Yeah. That's rich. That is so good. Yeah. So rich. That true yes. humility. Yes. Yes. And I think um, for me, I wanted to bring out the point of when I was looking at our platform today, I just wanted to tweak our thinking a lot because write down your dreams you're told you know dream big Mm -hmm. all those dream words and um, I have learned to not use that but use hope Mm -hmm. because there was a time that I was self-protecting and so okay I won't be disappointed then I just won't let myself hope Mm -hmm. I would still Mm -hmm. dream but I would dream without the hope of God. So it wasn't, uh-huh. I wasn't getting fruit because um, hope uh, is such a big part of doing this life honestly with the Lord. And so that's where I see myself at is that I am full of hope 
for what he has planned yeah because we yeah. have lived yeah. enough life yeah. that we know what he had planned right. is so much better than what we thought we wanted yeah for you sure. know for and sure. even with us you know getting the ranch 25 years I think, oh my goodness, how would we have messed it up if we'd had it all those 25 yeah. years because mm. we learned so much about being one in Christ and our covenant and, and being a team that it's made it easier for success in 10 years that maybe we wouldn't have had yeah. had we, he, he said yes from the get-go. Yeah. And so um, I just want to encourage people even to go and look up that hope you know, hope, faith, love and love, mm-hmm. and um, to just encourage you to put your hope in Him, not even in the end result, because a lot of the times what He brings forth, He turns it together for good, is way better than we could even mm-hmm. have hoped yeah, or right. dreamed of, yeah. but I have a, currently I have this little song that came across my path, and it's, um, joy comes in the morning, and the one word, one part of that says, if it's uh, not good, then it's not done. And if it's and if it's not done, God's not done with you yet. And I think that's where it has encouraged me at our age and our different places of life. And for Scott and I, we've recently been reevaluating what we're putting our hands to. And there's some things that we still have hope in that we aren't even walking in now. And but it stirred me to go, okay, I've still got breath in my lungs. Right. I'm not done. Right. God's not done working on our behalf. And um, not just for our good, but so that his goodness can flow through us to others. And so just to allow him to stir up some hope in you of, of what does God want to use you for, to flow through you that will help others and further his kingdom. But if we're helping others, that is kingdom. It doesn't have to be on a mission field or from a platform. It can be in everyday life. Right. Yes. I think that's good because that is a great distinction between uh, dreams that seem like pipe dreams, like, Mm -hmm. oh, yeah, that'd be great, but not really putting any stock into it rather than having the hope and holding on to that Because we have God's promises that we can put our hope in. Yes. Amen. Yes. I, I think you kind of alluded to this, but I want to just read this verse. And I think in our, just to close out, we'll just, mm-hmm. we'll just spend a few minutes talking about this. But in Acts 2, verse 17, it says, In the last days, God says, God says these things will happen. He says, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and your daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions and your old men will dream dreams. And so I just want us to spend a few minutes talking about here moving forward into our future. The Holy Spirit is available and has been poured out on the earth. We know that Jesus said he was going back to the Father, but he would be sending a comforter, which was a deposit. Holy Spirit is a deposit of things to come. So we have that promise And then we've talked about our families, and it says your sons and daughters will prophesy. And so uh, they will also see visions and that we will dream dreams. So just in closing, I just want us to share any thoughts we might have along those lines, uh, visions or dreams that we have in regard to uh, spiritual things for our families, for legacy, 
for those generations to come that we don't even know yet? It's kind of what's your what's your far-reaching gaze? Personally, since my grandbaby is only two weeks old, and I did make a post on my social media uh, page about this, but I think it read a little bit different than what my heart was. Is that I pray that she can look back and not just see the legacy of love that she's received, but she continues a legacy of love that pours through her. Amen. Like not just yes. get to her, yes. but it can get through her yes. to love others in you know yes. three or four generations, ever how long she stays alive on this yes. earth that we won't be. Yes. You know that I feel like of all the things. You know, God is love, but I feel like if we can just have that flow of love um, mm-hmm. through our families, and each one will look a little bit different depending on a gifting, mm-hmm. but um, that, and I, I've said that, that I know when it comes my time to pass, that that is said of me, that I loved well. Mm-hmm. I maybe didn't speak well, or I maybe, you know, <laughs> didn't eat right, or whatever, the you know, all kinds of flaws, but... But I think we can all, um, I'm learning to grow in my love walk. Yes. Mm -hmm. With each new relationship or opportunity of ministry, there's always uh, room to grow love. Yes. And so I I think for for me and mine, you know, we have financial goals and things, but the most important is to to be a reservoir of love that others can tap into because they may not have had that. You know, somebody always has to be the first depositor mm-hmm. of love into somebody's life. Mm-hmm. And that, I think that's the greatest mm-hmm. honor that um, we can have. Yes. And that, that's the best way to honor the Lord. Because yeah. um, He's loved loved me when I didn't love myself. And yeah. He's loved me when I didn't act lovely. Yes, That's never um, stopped or no, never been hindered on His side. Yeah. But if people... Could be encouraged to just keep their souls open to not just um, giving love but receiving it because yes. we can't give what we don't receive that's right that's good yeah. and receive it from him because some people uh, just don't know how to love yet yes they do the best mm-hmm. they can yes uh, did that's, that answer your question yes no that's <laughs> very good and i think on that note um you you all have heard this before, and our listeners probably have too, about thinking about our, you know, our children. We hope that our ceiling is their floor. And and uh, I am grateful at this stage as I look back at the generations that came before me, Janelle, um, that for their commitment to their relationship with the Lord and for... Uh, foundation that they set mm-hmm. set not sat yeah. but the best they could the best yes. they knew so. yes and so I've been able to to grow from there and I hope that my whatever my ceiling is when the Lord calls me home will be the floor that my children begin on and lead their children beyond that and beyond that there there is no limit to what God can do and when I read verses uh, in the word that say things like, these are only a, f- 
um, this is my paraphrase totally. These are only a few things that the that Jesus did, but they're in here so that you'll know that you could because his words were you're going to do more than these things. And I believe for that more. I believe for the greater, not not just in my lifetime, but for that to continue mm-hmm. to increase in the generations beyond us. And it's mm-hmm. his love that's made us greater. I want to we clarify the other but what the love I'm talking about isn't the fluffy, oh, you're perfect, you're love, you're pretty. No, you know, no. no. <laughs> it, it's that I love you enough yeah. that I will say, sis, you're, you're acting this way. Do you mean yeah. that I love you more than I love myself? Yes. And, yes. and uh, through love, when we see somebody in our life um, going awry, we, we speak up mm-hmm. and not in judgment and not in condemnation, but with a hand to say, if yeah. you don't want to do that, yes. I will love walk love out with you yes. to to help you. Yes. And then if they choose, to, they're like, get out, get away. Then we release them mm-hmm. because God gives us that choice, that freedom of choice. And sometimes that's, right. that's the hardest way to love yes. is to give a person their choice uh, to be fulfilled, uh-huh. but yet um, be waiting. In, in the love. shadows, in love, in love yes. that when they get to the end of themselves, yeah. we're still there, yeah. just like God has been for us. Yeah. I just want to share Psalms twenty-five, thirteen. The man that fears the Lord, his soul shall abide in well-being, and his mm. offspring uh, shall inherit yes. the land. So I think Amen. we our souls are abiding in well-being, and we we are seeing our children and inherit the land and we're believing that our children and grandchildren the generations below us will be blessed you know god says there's faith hope and love and the greatest of these is love we don't have if we do things without the love of christ we're a noisy bell and uh you know right now i you know i'm very eternally minded and right now we're talking about peace and uh Right now in our world, we're seeing a great shaking. That's right. And I know people are feeling it. So uh, right now, and we are to be eternally minded. And, and God said, Thy will be done on earth that is in heaven. Christ is seated is seated in the heavenlies. And we are his hands and feet and the holy him in us, his Holy Spirit. So right now, I'm just thinking he wants us to love everybody, but to help those that can't help themselves. Because yeah. And to uh, to share God's love mm-hmm. because heaven and hell hell are real, yeah. and I most certainly yeah. want to take everybody to heaven I can. Yes. I want to see yes. all my family members, extended yes. family members, friends, acquaintances come yeah. to Christ. Amen. So right now, I think I have more of a sense of urgency mm. to share to share the gospel. But you have to do it in love. Mm-hmm. And one of the greatest ways to do that, too, is to help people that can't help themselves or pay you back. Right. Yes. So. Yes. I love that. I, we can just close with this, maybe. If you have something else to add, please do. But uh, I was looking at the story this morning in John of the Samaritan woman who was at the well. And I think the thing that stood out to me um, today specifically was how Jesus did not 
he knew all about her life, mm-hmm. the good, the bad, the ugly. Yeah. But that's not how he approached her. He just, yeah. he that asked. That wasn't his lead in, was it? <laughs> no, he, in such a gentle way, asked yeah. her for something rather than demanding something. Yeah. And he just asked her for a drink. Of course, that's multi-layered story mm-hmm. there. But just in closing, I think I just want to mention that because of what you said about loving those around you and in compassion reaching out to those who can't help their se- themselves and we know that that's where we all have been in different mm-hmm. places in our lives where mm-hmm. we could not help ourselves mm-hmm. and it was the the hand of the father that reached mm-hmm. to us and we mm-hmm. our desire mm-hmm. our hope is for everyone to see his hand and to receive mm-hmm from him so no matter what the outside looks like yes because it's easy to see someone that's hungry okay you can give them a meal but also to see with God's eyes those that look like they have need of nothing right but are totally yeah. shattered internally yes, yes. and so yeah. that was one thing that um, yeah. you know it it doesn't cost any money to be kind right or to give right. a smile right. and you don't know um, how many times just a kind countenance absolutely can open a door for for ministry but that takes us you know that daily surrender and purging our flesh and our soul under the blood of jesus so yeah. that it's him that they see yeah. not not even us externally so amen amen well we hope that you as the listeners have been spurred on in your faith and your belief and in encouragement as we've talked, I know I have been by my two friends here with me today. I just, I love them and so appreciate their their personal walks with the Lord and their willingness to share with others. So we hope that uh, you have felt that love too and have been blessed. And we're going to just close with a prayer and uh, we will be seeing you in the in these days that are ahead. Will you pray for us, Debbie? Yes, I will. All right. Father, we we thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your steadfast love that never fails. And your throne is built on righteousness Mm. and truth. And Father, you tell us we shall know the truth, and the truth shall set us free. And it's by you that we're able to walk in freedom. It's the evil one that enslaves us, uh, that binds us. And I thank you by your word. Uh, We have paths, Father, that are faithful and truthful. And as we follow this path and keep our eyes fixed on you, that you guide and direct us. And I thank you that you are forgiving, you're merciful, and you're loving. And I just pray that you would fill us and that you would open our eyes up to those around us, Father, and that we would be obedient and listen to that small, still voice that you would lead us at this time in our life, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. For more information about Entourage Ministries, visit our website at entourageministries.com or visit us on Facebook or Instagram. 